In the 1970s, I had the time of my life as a sports fan. My Pittsburgh Steelers won four Super Bowls, my Pirates won two World Series, and the University of Pittsburgh football team won a national championship. I saw miracle plays like Franco Harris' immaculate reception and watched gifted athletes like Terry Bradshaw, Roberto Clemente, and Tony Dorsett play their way to sports immortality. My only problem was that I accepted a teaching position in SIU's Department of English in 1969 and watched all those championship players and teams of the 1970s on a television screen. While Pittsburgh fans danced in downtown streets, I had to be content with dancing around in my living room in Macanda as my kids looked on in astonishment at their crazy father. I once made the mistake of asking my wife Anita why Pittsburgh sports teams waited until I left my hometown before they started winning all those championships. She thought my leaving was probably the best thing that had ever happened to Pittsburgh sports. It was obvious that I was a jinx, and once I left Pittsburgh, its sports teams went on a rampage out of relief and gratitude. She also believes that all the talk in the past about the Pirates or the Steelers moving to another city was just a warning in case I had the notion of returning to Pittsburgh after I retired in 2001. My greatest thrill in the 1970s even at a 650-mile distance, was watching the Pirates and the Steelers win championships in the same year. In 1979, the Pirates defeated the Baltimore Orioles in the World Series. Kelly hits it in the air to center field. Moreno going toward right center, makes the catch. Pittsburgh wins it. And so this team, with its remarkable comeback capacity throughout the entire regular season, proved itself all over again. Well, earlier in the year, the Steelers won the 1979 Super Bowl against the Dallas Cowboys. The Steelers have won it. The best Super Bowl game of them all. They had a great one in Super Bowl X. This was even better. The championships gave me a rare opportunity for a sports fan of deciding what meant more to me, a Pirates World Series or a Steelers Super Bowl victory. When I was growing up in Pittsburgh in the 1950s, the Steelers were so awful that their fans dubbed them the same old Steelers. They'd entered the NFL in 1933 and still hadn't won a championship going into the 1970s. I waited so long to watch the Steelers in a championship game that the night before they played the Minnesota Vikings in the 1975 Super Bowl, I was afraid to go to bed for fear that I would die in my sleep. A few years earlier, I'd watched the Pirates defeat the Baltimore Orioles in the 1971 World Series. In that World Series, Roberto Clemente performed so brilliantly that Roger Angel, writing for The New Yorker, claimed that Clemente had played a kind of baseball that none of us had ever seen before, throwing and running and hitting at something close to a level of perfection. That is hit well. A Clemente home run, and the Pirates lead one to nothing. Looks like he had a breaking pitch right over the plate after his 12th hit. He's one short now, tying Bobby Richardson's all-time World Series record of 13 hits in a seven-game World Series. A little more than a year later, on December 31, 1972, a DC-7 cargo plane filled with supplies for victims of a devastating earthquake in Managua, Nicaragua, crashed into the Atlantic Ocean minutes after taking off, killing everyone on board, including Roberto Clemente, who had personally taken charge of relief efforts in Puerto Rico to help in Nicaragua's recovery. He was larger than the game he loved until his sudden tragic death. 
made him larger still. When the Steelers won the 1979 Super Bowl, I knew it was special because it was likely one of the last championships for an aging team that had gone from the same old Steelers to an NFL dynasty. What made the Pirates' 1979 World Series victory so special was the brilliant performance of another Pirate legend, Willie Stargell, who was a teammate of Clemente in the 1971 World Series. I remember walking outside minutes after the Pirates won the 1979 World Series and realizing that their World Series victory meant more to me than the Steelers winning the Super Bowl. I loved my Steelers, but the Pirates were my first love. When my father took me to my first game when I was nine years old, it was to a Pirates game. When we played catch, it was with a baseball, as my father regaled me with stories of the legendary Hannes Wagner and Pie Trainer. These days, Pittsburgh, with its die-hard Steelers nation, is a football town. But when I was growing up, it was a baseball town. And as I grow old, I still see it, admittedly with my now fading vision, as a baseball town. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.